At Dunkin', we're getting ready for sunnier days with our Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. A bright and balanced iced coffee with notes of cocoa, tangy sweetness, and toasted nuts. Made to brighten every day a little more. Soak in the sunshine a little more. And fill every moment with a little more, more. Because we aren't just chasing sunsets anymore. We're counting sunrises too. Do more with Dunkin' Sunrise Batch Iced Coffee. Brewed for brighter days. Enjoy a medium for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. What's up, y'all? This Shaquille Bird, Super Bowl 50 and 55 champ. I want to let y'all know y'all listen to one of the best sports shows out there right now. And thanks for tuning in to the Rough Cut Sports Cast. What's up, everybody? Oh, sorry. Sorry, was that too much for you? What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of the Rough Cut Sports Cast. I am your host, the one and only Vinny Milani, joined as always by. Yeah, boy, A.J. Johnson. And, of course, below me, we got my best friend in the whole wide world with quite possibly the best lighting I have ever seen in a room not called a studio. Aaron, <laughs> you, I'm going to start off with you, buddy. It's Wednesday, July 7th. We've had hurricanes here wow. all day. We've been in California. What's up? Um, I-, I wanted to come on and say I'm doing wonderful, but I'm actually kind of disappointed. And I, that was such a warm welcome and introduction that I don't want to get into it just yet. But I am a little disappointed in my best friend, Vinny Milani. But we'll get to that as, as the show progresses. Uh, but other than that, I'm doing wonderful. I golf today. It's, it's hot out here, but uh, it's beautiful weather. So I can't say that I'm in a storm or a hurricane or a tornado or whatever you guys are experiencing out there. But I'm, I'm doing all right. Are you really going to try? Are you really shooting at me and then teasing shooting at me? Uh, yeah. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. I, 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 I told you about this. I told you about this last week. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll tease it then. We'll tease it. We'll talk about it in just a little bit. Talk about it during the show because tonight, tonight though, it's not about Aaron. It's not about AJ. It's not about me. It's about you beautiful people at home. It is a fan takeover show. AJ and I, we can't, we started this idea last time as an impromptu uh, Thursday show, we were like, you know what? Let's have the fans on. Why not? And it worked out really well. And you guys had a good time. We had a great time. And we decided we're going to do this once a month. And guess what? It's tonight. Fan takeover show. You beautiful people in the chat, if you want on the show live, you want to be in one of these boxes that AJ, myself, and Aaron are in, you can be that. You can do that. Drop it in the chat saying that you want to be in and I want to bring up this comment here. I know nothing of the NHL. Well, I want to make this clear here. Tonight is a watch along for the Tampa Lightning Montreal Canadiens game five. But last night, we saw the Phoenix Suns beat the Milwaukee Bucks in game one of the NBA finals. So we're making a, a two for a, a two for tonight, okay? You can come on and talk about the NBA finals. 
or you can come on and talk about the NHL Stanley Cup Finals. Whichever you choose to do, we will bring you on. Let us know in the chat now or eventually whenever you whenever you want to let us know that you want to be a part of the show. Drop it in the chat. You'll get a link from us to be a part of the show. And uh, is there any more rules that I missed, AJ? Oh, I think you, uh, I think you nailed it. I think you got them Good. all. I think you got them Good. all. How are you? I mean, How wait, well, well, did you tell them? You know, you're not gonna be here forever. You, right. know, you got you for a couple minutes, a couple back and forths. You know, I, I wanted you got... to be the bad guy. I needed oh, you to be the bad okay. guy. That's what I was, so check I was it out. teeing you up for. I'll be the bad guy. Check it out. You're gonna come on, couple minutes, back and forth, a little take here and there. Now, if you're really, really good and you're captivating and bringing up good points, and we can't help but to keep arguing with you, you'll you'll stay in. Other than that, though, be prepared, you know, a solid like five, six, seven minutes tops, you know, something like that. And, uh, beep, you know, yeah. and <laughs> but it's a happy, beep, so like, it's like beep, you know, it's, it's yeah. up there. We're happy about it. You know, you one of the things time. that always one of the things that always bothers me and I get it why they do it. And I was going to be quick whenever I call into I've called into radio shows before and it literally like they just kind of kick you off. Like even if you're like not even done yet or like yeah. like I've been on radio shows where it's like. There's only been like maybe a second, like where I get my question in part of my question and they've already cut me off. I'm like, dude, what, what is happening? We're not like that. Rough cut. We don't have like commercials. That. That's why they got to stay on too. a schedule. That too. And we will give you your, 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 your we'll give you a, a nice goodbye and a thank you for watching the show and get your ass back in the chat. Uh, so there's one piece of business that I have to take care of before we actually do the show before we get on with anything. And it is, a fast five and we start things off with the phoenix with the phoenix suns defeating the milwaukee bucks in Giannis's return Giannis dropped 20 but it was not enough for cp3 and the uh phoenix suns chris, devin booker came out after the game and he was like hey chris paul can basically shoot and it'll go in bryson dechambeau aaron Rodgers defeat uh phil mickelson and tom brady in the match and it was very weird seeing Aaron Rodgers as comfortable as he was. Soccer time. England reaches the Euro Finals for the first time in 55 years after beating Denmark, thanks to this kick by Harry Kane on a penalty kick in extra time. The finals is set. England versus Italy. Wrestling. First time on the show here. Wrestling is going back on tour. AEW's on tour live for fans. WWE's going back on tour live in front of fans. COVID is over, baby. COVID is over. And Shohei Otani has done it. We mentioned this last night on Diamond Talk that he is right next to Hideki Matsui for most home runs in a season by a Japanese-born player. He has done it. Check out Diamond Talk, 8.30 p.m. live Eastern Time on Facebook, YouTube, and the Twitter sphere. Great job, Bang, baby. bang. Bang, bang. Not as good as AJ's last week. AJ really set the bar high, and I just... I couldn't yeah, live up to that, but it was comparable. You did, you, definitely you comparable. Did, you did great. You know, yeah. a couple of things that you threw on some new sports there. I like the wrestling take. I, honestly, I was kind of sad for, um, I was driving home when I got the news about the Denmark game. I was kind of sad for them because of the whole, you know, uh, Christensen thing. I was kind of rooting for them to go far and kind of make it. Um, they did well. They made it to the semifinal game, but, um, you know, England deserved that win. That was great penalty kick to follow it up like that. Yeah. Way to and then the Hideki up. Matsui thing. It's crazy because it's not even the all-star break yet, and he's already breaking he's, that record. Gonna, it's not even going to be fair for, for, for other players coming in. Yeah. It's just it's going to be ridiculous. But I wanted to talk – I'm glad you brought up the soccer thing first because there's two things out of that fast five I kind of wanted to dive into before we uh, get into this game here. Uh, 
we don't talk about soccer a lot on this show. And we always preach about how we want to get it. We, we want you guys to give new sports a try. So I'm coming out right now and I'm latching myself onto Team Italy right now. Go Team Italy in the Euro final as well. It's because I'm Italian. It's an easy, it's an easy one right there. And it's easy because they're the favorite, because they're really oh, good. They? Yeah, oh, they're really good. Well then I they haven't lost in like they haven't lost in like 30 something matches. Like they're they're really good. Can England do pull off the upset though? You you since you seem to somewhat know soccer, do you, can England pull off the upset? In a sport like soccer, yes, it's always possible. If you get good goalie play, I mean, anything is possible. But Team Italy's probably going to win. They're got they're it, really, it. really good. Got it. Okay. All right. And then the other thing I really wanted to get into, and I wanted to dive into it during the Fast Five, couldn't fit it in there in time, but the Suns beating the Bucks definitely has to be talked about. Chris Paul was just unstoppable. He went six for seven in the third quarter, quarter alone. That's why I wanted to bring up that Devin Booker comment where he, after the game, was like, whenever Chris Paul shoots, we we think it's going to go in every time. And it basically did in the third quarter. And they took care of the Bucks in game one. And Suns and four, baby. Suns and four. Stop it. Overreaction. Stop no way. It. Suns no way. and four. Yo, listen. That, that was not the type of game for you to hang your hat on. The, the, the Phoenix Suns played really well. They, they got open shots, and they were knocking them down. It can very easily look a lot like game three against the Clippers, where they get a lot of open shots and aren't making anything. They had You had the Milwaukee Bucks getting back into a game plan with Giannis, who wasn't 100%, only took 11 shots last night against the Phoenix Suns. You're going to have to do more than that. Uh, he's still taking threes. He hit one. Yay. Yay. But I mean, like, <laughs> no one, they will let you take that shot all day long. You need to get down in the paint and you need to bulldoze these guys. And the other situation is Brooke Lopez still hasn't found himself on defense out there. Every time they get a switch on one of these guards, it is asinine that you have a seven foot one, seven foot two Brooke Lopez playing defense in the mid range and you still got Chris Paul, who's fantastic, and Devin Booker, who's fantastic, hitting jumpers over you. You should be playing better defense on that. So every time he's out there on the perimeter, it's going to be hard pressed for him to stop these guys. So, but they're going to figure it out. They're going. This is going to be a six-game series at the very least. Milwaukee, Milwaukee cannot. And I know what they were trying to do last night, and I saw it a couple of times. We saw PJ Tucker on Chris Paul, and we saw Drew Holiday guarding Devin Booker. And I know they're trying to go with the Pat Beverly approach, a smaller guy on Devin Booker to kind of cause cause issues underneath them. Drew Holiday has to guard Chris Paul because yeah. P.J. Tucker cannot stay with his quickness. And P.J. Tucker can be physical with Devin Booker still. Yep. And I think that's the matchup that needs to happen. I don't think we need to see a Drew Holiday on Booker and a P.J. Tucker on Chris Paul because Chris Paul ate him alive. And what happens is when you get that high pick and roll, now you have P.J. Tucker and Brooke Lopez trying to defend that high pick and roll. And there's not enough athleticism there to get around those screens. And then you got Brooke Lopez coming up. And once it's Chris Paul on Brooke Lopez, game over. Yep. I'm a, I, it, it is game over. Suns and four. Let's get into this <laughs> hockey game that's about to start here. Let's get our early predictions taken care of. Let's lay the lay, let's lay the uh, let's lay it all out there. First, AJ, you sir are sixty minutes away from the Stanley Cup. How does it feel? Feels a lot like it did this time last season. <laughs> this this guy this This guy guy. Aaron what are you looking forward to most in it like what like when you're you this is your first we did a hockey watch along before AJ and I for overtime and 
I want to know from you though. What do you like when you what this game's on? You were a casual hockey fan six months ago. Now you're invested in it. What are you looking forward to most? I'm looking for Montreal to just play like it's another elimination game. They've been doing it all all playoff long, right? They're 4-0 in elimination games. Every time they've been faced with adversity, elimination, they've come out and they've played well enough to get the job done. So I'm looking for that. I don't think they're going to win. I I actually think Tampa kind of runs away with this one. I think Montreal gave them everything they had in that game four to avoid the sweep. Uh, I think it's like a 4-1 game. I think I I, I gave you that prediction earlier. I think it's a 4-1 game. I do think it's close early. I do think Montreal gives everything they got for the first period and a half, maybe two periods, but I think they'll fade down the stretch. And I think Tampa is crown champion tonight. But oh, Canada, oh, Canada's on, by the way. This is what you should be looking forward to. But I'm rooting. I'm rooting for the Canadians. I don't have my green screen up. I was going to put a green screen up on purpose <laughs> just to have the Canadians, um, you know, logo behind me like AJ does. But yeah, that was too much work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say he's gonna pop up in here randomly with just a Canadian's background just to troll me. <laughs> like, wow. like, all right, I mean, <laughs> with a flag too, like, oh, Canada, <laughs> unnecessary. That was not that was not how their national anthem goes, by the way. Mm. Their national anthem, but haven't you ever heard of Oh Canada? Oh gosh, but you know what? Let's get this out of the way now before the game starts, so we can all be happy and friendly, and we can be best friends again. I am disappointed in Vinny Milani's take last week when you guys teared it up. And I believe I posted this in the chat as he sings the Canadian national anthem. <laughs> when he tried to, to really justify Steven Stamkos not being some, I mean, not being this player that everybody thinks he is. Number he one, he was I, just another guy. So when you could have made him a star, a listen, superstar. It's not even about where he has them. It's the blasphemy that he tried to talk about. Steven Stamkos is always injured. That is the biggest misconception in, in all of sports. This happens way too often. It's recency bias because he didn't play very much this year. But, nope, be quiet. <laughs> you don't get to speak right now. Going back to last year, he played 57 of 62 games. He played 82 the year before that. 78 Man, the year stats. before that. I'm on the stats right now. One season, he played 17 games. He was hurt. Prior to that, it was 77, 82. The 48 season, the 48-game season that you pointed out, yeah, that was a half season. They didn't play a full season. That was the lockout year or the strike year or whatever. Then before that, it was 82, 82, 82, 79. Stop with this Steven Stamkos thing is injured. He is not an injury-prone player. He's got, he was hurt this year. And the man is just – he's led the league in goals twice. He, I mean, he's, he is, he's a star at, at the very least still but he should have been in the superstar category and for you to point out that he should have been just another guy you should you should so, right now apologize to all the rough cut fans for your hate on the tampa bay lightning i just do because i do he's on the apologize line. for that and i want to show you guys something real quick this is this might this is going really really deep here uh but as you can see here you guys you guys are going to see all my text messages here so <laughs> as you can see, nothing I was texting my brother here tonight today. And if you look at, if you look closely, uh, he was shitting on Tampa, just like I do normally. We're kind of like the same person. Uh, but I told him his hate for Tampa is clouding is, is clouding his judgment. And he told me that he just hates them so much. 
and it's taken over his rage. Mm -hmm. And I wait, 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 wait. What, what is that text that E F W E L? That's him, that's him being absolutely <laughs> mad. Okay, but, that's awesome. but I had it. I admitted in here it says it's gotten to me too. The other night I said Steven Stamkos was just another guy. That was the problem. That was the problem. It, it's just I, I. You're you clouded your judgment. It, sometimes it gets me. I just, I just, I just, I'm disappointed because I expect better from you being the guy that got me into this sport. Like, I need you to, I need you to lead me in the right direction. Don't lead me down okay. a path where I start going to tell well, people that need, Steven Stamkos well, that, that, is injury whoa, whoa, whoa. prone and, whoa, and you whoa, know, whoa. just another I guy. I'm leading you to the right direction though, because you need to go down the path of saying Tampa sucks. We hate Tampa. Okay. That's the path <laughs> I need to steer you down. Okay. Puck drops about to happen. AJ. Let's go. Let me get your prediction here real quick. And, and then fans, drop your predictions in the chat and let us know if you want to be a part of the show. Just type in. All you have to type in is, I want to be a part of the show. That's all I need. Actually, mm -hmm. actually, do, the, do me a favor, fans. Put hashtag fan takeover in the chat. And that'll let us know that you want to be a part of the show. AJ, go. Well, uh, you know, I had this prediction before you took it away from me because you didn't like my words. Uh, but I was also on the 4-1 train uh, from Tampa Bay. I'm pretty sure that's what I said. First thing I woke up this morning. I don't even think I said, yep. hello, guys. I think I said 4-1 Tampa Bay and then went yep. back to sleep. <laughs> and I feel the same way at 822 after puck drop. Bolts, yeah. baby! What did it, Emily? I'm going bolts. I, 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 Dylan and I had the same prediction. Then I try to change it up. I think I'm going to stick with it, what I had before, though. I'm going to go 3-1 bolts. I think, I mean, Bazzi is just, Bazzi I realized I, I realized I said speed. the wrong prediction. It, mine was four two. AJ mm -hmm. was four one. I mine was four two. Yeah, got mm -hmm. it, got it, got it. So no Alex Kalorn here for Tampa. And again, we're doing fan takeover. You guys are more than welcome to come on. If you have a question about the game itself that you want to come on in video form and ask us, we can answer that as well. But no Alex Kalorn for Tampa. It's a big. It, it, it's hurting them. Alex Kalorn is a big piece to their puzzle. But there's so much depth on their team that it might not matter. Montreal has to get off to a, Montreal has to get the first goal. That's what I think too. Montreal has to get the first goal or the or the losing. Yep, that's definitely a good start for them. Like they 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 much they play much better with the lead. Their confidence is just at a different level when they're leading. But I also think it's a big deal that if they get the first goal, we've seen Tampa Bay multiple times come back and score immediately after a team has. And if that happens, you're right back to square one. So it's not just important to get the first goal. It's also important to hold off Tampa Bay for at least a solid five minutes. You know? I, I feel like I feel like Tampa Bay, like when they feel maybe the just the energy or the momentum going the other way, they just start applying so much pressure. And it, it yeah. I mean, you can see it on the ice. You can see the way they're moving the puck and they're just, they're just applying so much pressure to Montreal. And then yeah. it, it's happened all playoffs, right? Teams fold under that pressure and then they can't stop them from scoring. So it's going to be, it's going to be pivotal. I think for Montreal to get off to a good start. Um, hopefully they do get the first goal, but Vassy has been so good. So I don't know. It's tough to hopefully beat a man. A great game. That's where I'm at with it. it, it, it yeah. We get a great game. Vinny, can I ask you a question about hockey? Yeah, yeah, jump on it. Um, like their contracts. Are their contracts super long? 
Because uh, I feel like I feel like people players are like locked up forever. Like I feel like they're on the same team in more in hockey more so than any other sport. They don't change teams like. Well, there's two things to that. There's there's two things to that. It one is uh, NHL players. They don't like to move. There's not. They don't like to move to other teams a lot. Like there's there's a lot of. And I don't mean this as a shot to any other sport in particular. And the hockey players are known for their loyalty. And but when money when money comes into play, loyalty goes out the window. That's fine. I get that. But there are a lot of cases where teams just lock down their players pretty early and 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 uh the players want to stay uh now the other side of that is contracts don't normally go that long unless you're like a star normally if you're a star you get like a seven-year deal maybe a 10-year deal if you're if you're uh, like one of the top dogs but seven years is kind of like seven years i would say is like an average for like a good uh, a higher end player uh then the rest are kind of like three three years something like that the, the reason I ask is because I was, I, I thought I thought about Carey Price and how good he's been this postseason, how long he's been on the Canadians, and you know took him so long to get here, and now he's here. And then I thought I was like, man, what's that feeling like? Because it's so hard to get back, right? It's so hard to do it again. But then I'm looking at like his contract situation. He just, I mean, he's signed for eight years. Like he's yep. locked up all the way through 25, 26, and he's 38 years old at that time. I'm like, there's no real going anywhere outside of where he's at and I, and I mean outside of a trade or something and I, I just think that's um it's a little different because in sports you don't usually see seven eight-year deals um every once in a while in football but it, it's yeah. just weird I think the other thing too that is not brought up a lot with goalies in particular for contracts and staying put is that when you get drafted into the NHL you obviously get a new goalie coach so goalies have their like kind of like specialty coaches in, in football like you have your offensive coordinator, your quarterback's coach, your, your running back's coach. You have your goalie coach when he gets drafted. And you that that's kind of the coach that kind of molds you into that NHL style of game. And then there's that comfort level that you don't want to go to, you don't want to go away from because when you leave a team, you get a new goalie coach when you go to a new team. And maybe you're not on the same page. Maybe it takes a little bit of time to to gel with them and get used to what they're kind of uh pushing on you and it's yeah, that's that's once, a big thing once, you, once you've been there for a while and you've been in the league for a while and you've had your goalie coach i mean it's not like you're gonna forget everything that person says i mean you take what you've learned and you couple it, it with the new coach though there's the, there's a thing goalies are the weirdest people heard that before yeah well they're a terrible interview at least carry price was they I are they are no because they're they're just, they just don't they're not like they're very just stonewall in their mentality yeah, they're just strange. They're in their zone. They're wired. I mean, I've showed you before. The I think I maybe I deleted. I might have deleted it. Um, I did delete it. the 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 Vasilevsky eyes. Like his eyes are just unbelievable because, like, I mean, it's just he's like, look, is he's so dialed in, and it's just that's what goalies do. They just get so dialed in. It's, it's unreal. Tampa got an early power play already, man. It's not good, man. This has been I, – I, I said this on my on my latest assignment. I brought up the power plays that Tampa's had, but they haven't been scoring that many. Oh, what a play by Carey Price. Um, they haven't been scoring on all of them, and their power play percentage has not been that great against Montreal. But the thing is, whether you're scoring on the power plays or not, your team is not in a rhythm if you're killing penalties the majority of the game. 
I yep. said it on Monday. I said it on Monday night, which uh, for the overtime show, when you're on the penalty kill, your top guys are not out there. They're not getting into a rhythm. Okay. And you just have to stay out of the box. You have to. You have to. It's a great play by Carey Price. Great play. Jesus. <laughs> Go on. I, I, I don't want to give it away. No, but no, it's uh they were just like sitting there. Like for me not knowing for me not knowing hockey, when I watch them in the power play, it's like sometimes the defenders are just letting the guy with the puck kind of move around they, as long as they're not getting to certain spots. And I'm always like, go get them, go get them. But they're not getting them. But I, I get why they're not. They're like making sure they don't, you know, give up passing lanes or anything like that. It's just, it's uh gives me anxiety. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I, I mean, a, a, a thing to note and to watch for early on in this game and throughout the game is how aggressive Montreal is. And that, that play that you were just talking about where, realistically they were just left alone is because of how aggressive Montreal is on the initial, like the puck carrier and not who, who doesn't have the puck. And one of the most famous, uh, one of the most famous quotes by Wayne Gretzky is it's not necessarily about where, where the puck is. It's where the puck is going. And Montreal, if they're, if they're going to be aggressive, they're not going to be focused on where the puck is going and Tampa could make you pay for it. Um, Again, chat, let us know if you want to be on the show. We're loading everyone up in the queue right now. If you want to be on the show, just let us know. Use that hashtag fan takeover. Or if you want to even be extra, throw in a little hashtag RCOD. Maybe. Maybe one of those. Maybe one of those. Uh, we'll get you lined up. We'll get you lined up. And yeah. I'm so weak at AJ right now. I'm so weak. I'm so weak. <laughs> oh man, oh, I'm so weak. Oh, oh man, are we um feel like you know what? I like to do this. We haven't done this in a while. I'm I'm gonna throw one on him real quick. Vinny, would you do me. me a favor? Oh, you trying to get me to do it? Well, you need to follow the show, and you when you gotta have locations to follow the show. And on Twitter, it's rough cut underscore sports. On Facebook, it's rough cut sports, and on Instagram, it's the rough cut sports cast. Super fast, and the big push. The big push, and I'm just going to wait till all this goes away, and I'm going to solo myself. There's a big push right now. There's a massive rough cut push for you guys, you beautiful people at home, to join us on YouTube, okay? The grind is on September 1st, roughly, is when we're really just trying to just do YouTube, so you don't want to miss out. So head on over to YouTube right now. Actually, just leave the show and then come back. Join us on YouTube. Because that's where you need to be. Smash that subscribe button. And most importantly, tell your friends. Tell your mommy, your daddy, your sister, your cousin, your brother, your auntie, your uncle, your nephew, your nephew's twice-removed uncle that you don't like but you only see once every third year on Thanksgiving because he's in jail all the time. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Nephew's twice-removed uncle. So is that like the stepfather? I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know how the math checks out on that. I, I didn't do the math on that one. Okay, if it, makes just, feel just... better, if it makes you feel better. You're doing it correctly because <laughs> the whole point is to not know which family member belongs where. So you, you, you're doing well. You're doing well. well I don't I, even I, have I, that many family members to. That, that's I what mean. it was in the first when AJ did it at first. I was like, I don't even have that many family members, but I've taken notes and I Google searched. I, like all the terms for family members <laughs> and uh yeah 
Yeah. It popped up. That's what popped up. Well, like we said, ladies and gentlemen, we want everyone buzzing in the chat. We want people joining the show as a part of our fan takeover. Drop that hashtag RCOD and drop that hashtag fan takeover to let us know that you want to be a part of the show. We have our first guest lined up. And I'm not I'm not in charge tonight of bringing on the guests or some of the guests. And I'm really, really happy that AJ brought this man on first because this <laughs> my new favorite person in the belly up sports network family that we're a part of actually he's number one on this list he is the host of here in puckberg which you can check out on all podcasting platforms and check out my interview with him because it's great he is kyle aka shaggy what what is it shaggy von what shaggy von doom Ooh, there it is. Von Doom. Yeah. What up, buddy? What's up, buddy? What's going on, everybody? We got well, your Stanley- air drum game is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Stanley Cup game going on, it looks like. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Hopefully we have one on because I, I really hope Montreal shows up. That's yeah. that's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> yeah. What what are uh, your opinions on this uh series so far? Like as a whole, like even even to uh members on the outside of the hockey community, what are your takeaways from this series on its face? Like is this exciting? Is this gripping going down to the to the wire or is this just a slow series? I think you know, we talked about it the other night. I asked Aaron the question of how he feels about this series because he was the cat. He was, he was the, him and AJ were the most casual guys before we even started the show. Now they've become hardcore guys. And their answer was they're just excited to watch hockey. And as the hardcore fan, that's what it is. And we talked about it and, and we kind of are bringing in a new thought process to the casual fan. If you're a casual fan, you are a sports fan. You love some type of sport, whether it's you're attached to football basketball hockey baseball whichever it is you love sport you love that sport for its storylines for its players for its game well if you're in a new sport and you're considering yourself a casual fan but watching this series and like oh it's boring because there's no stars there's the storylines in it you got a team who's about to go back to back that that alone is huge and then you have montreal we released the stat on uh, on our social media pages today but tampa's six and oh when bouncing back in bounce back games, Montreal's four and zero when facing elimination. So one of those streaks has to end. There's so many stats and streaks that, that a normal sports fan would love. Put it aside that you're a casual fan. Just enjoy the great sport. Sorry guys, I'm sorry. I had it. No, no, you, you're you're good. I'll, I'll say I'll say this as the quote unquote casual as Montreal gets the power play now. Um, <clears throat> number one, I. I the competition is always great for me and exciting. So I always want to see competition. But after last year, I think after 2020, when we lost sports for what, eight, nine months or whatever it was before we really kind of got it back, then we had no fans. I think people in general are just like appreciating what we had. And I don't think people, I think we took it for granted a little bit. We watched sports and it's hockey season, it's basketball season. But when we didn't have anything, people didn't know what to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we're like craving. We started watching UFC fights. Everybody got into UFC because that was the only thing on. And we're watching, I mean, I was watching like Taiwan baseball. 
just to just to get that craving and that itch of <laughs> of competition. And I think that's kind of what's drawn me back, even to hockey. It's just I don't want to take it for granted. It's great competition. I I think the games have been a little bit slow because I think Tampa is just a better team. And outside of this last game that Montreal won, where it got a little bit exciting, the overtime game, I think Tampa clearly is the better team when I watch them. But it's just exciting to see that there's competition, guys fighting for, you know, this Stanley Cup trophy, trying to stop a back-to-back. God, another guy's heading to the penalty box. <laughs> this is getting ugly. Yeah. Uh, but wait, another. Wait, how far are you? I'm. I'm. He's at the eleven thirty mark, probably. Are you? <laughs> I'm far. I don't know. I'm live, man. I don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm watching it in my living room. But I, I just, again, it's that competition factor. It's to me, it's there's nothing like it. So I'm all for it. I don't care if it's a sweep, six games, seven games, close games. I just want to see sports. For me, I'm excited to go back to back. This guy. It's just so beautiful. This guy. This guy. <laughs> and I had a question the other day. Bailey asked me, it's like, it's, it's, I brought it up on the show. Are you, you just want this series over with because it's not going to, you are that far ahead of me. Holy shit. Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. I need you to explain what just happened, by the way. Okay, the penalty? So they sent two more guys to the box, right? Matching penalties. That's a matching penalty. So it it doesn't change who's on the ice, though, right? They just bring another guy on the ice for Montreal. Okay. Because I was like, shouldn't it be like three on three now or four on three? Like, I don't don't know how many guys can be on the ice. Oh, did they call call Perry for embellishment on that? I'm pretty sure they did. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like embellishment calls. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. Kyle has a point. <laughs> He's yeah, like, let me say something. No, it's one of those things. Like looking at this series and how it's playing out, and then equating it to what the NBA is going through. Um, if you would, if I would have told you before the NBA season started, um, your NBA finals would be the Suns and the Bucks. I mean, how fired up would you really be about a Suns Bucks NBA finals? And if I told you Tampa Bay Montreal is your Stanley cup finals. Like, would that be, would you get hyped for it before the season starts? I mean, yeah, you can as pick a fan, out. Yes. As, like as, a, you, as a fan of sports. Yes. But for the casual fan, it's hard because the stars are not there. So I, I, I get your point. But for me, like somebody who watches sports, but we talked about this the other day, right? Vinny, yeah. I don't need the stars to appreciate good, good play or things like that. But to somebody that doesn't watch the sport, when you're looking for the LeBron James, you're looking for the Steph Curry's, you're looking for, you know, the Connor McDavid's, the Nathan McKinnon's, or, you know, all these guys, you want that. And, and I get that. And that's, I think, what we're trying to do. We're trying to push people to watch the games and appreciate that the guys on the ice can play. They, I mean, they're not all stars, but they can definitely play. And um, I, I appreciate those things, but I can see your point about um, maybe just a casual fan not being really interested in and watching those kind of games. Uh, I, I think, I think we need to kill that narrative and I'm going to jump into the game real quick because Josh Anderson is just shooting Tan- Montreal on the foot right now. He is just, I don't get what he's doing on this, this entire sequence. Josh Anderson, if, if Tampa scores here, Whoa, That's I don't, so I, I don't get it. Uh, but we need to kill that narrative of you have to have a star to be able to enjoy finals. It's the finals for Christ's sake, man. 
again, back to the whole sports thing. If you're a fan of, of football, you're stoked for whoever's in the Super Bowl, okay? If you're a fan of hockey, you're stoked for whoever's in the Stanley Cup Finals. It works for all sports, so don't bring it when you're a casual to another fan. Just enjoy it because what what's the best part of sports? Enjoying it, watching it, living it up, not picking nitpicking at it as, oh, there's no stars here. So, You, you know, it's funny. It's, I think that only happens in hockey and basketball. Because nobody cares in football. By the time they get because to the Super Bowl, so many two, football fans. I, I think it's. I think part of it is the amount of players on the team. Right, you only got five guys on the ice. You only got five guys on the court, and it's it's more. It's a little bit more individualized in basketball. Um, so they push those stars more. But I, I really think those two sports are the only ones that are really like that. Um, and I'm with you. I, I think that and baseball. Well, no one watches baseball anyways. Never mind. I'm, but again, baseball playoffs, we don't really care if Mike Trout's there. Like Mike Trout being in the, in the World Series is not going to change the World Series ratings. Like it's just not. So I, I think it's just, I don't know. So there's something about basketball and hockey that is a I little mean, bit different. People are missing out though. Because I mean, look at what we've seen. Like, do you feel like the NBA finals or even really the, let's say the semifinals and finals, the play dropped off? I mean, we've seen some spectacular things from a lot of different players, and you can say the same in hockey. I mean, like this year, the goalies have been going nuts, and it's been fantastic to watch. To watch Mark Andre Fleury ball out go. the entire playoffs, <laughs> to ball this out guy. the entire playoffs, and then see a Montreal team of destiny figure him out—that was an impressive type of series. Like, I felt like now watching these guys play when all the stars are back and at full health, it's just going to up the level of play that much more. So in my opinion, as more than a casual fan, watch it anyways. If it sucks, then turn it off. <laughs> hey, they're they're all sorry. professional athletes. Oh, and Kelly, Kelly brought up, Kelly brought up this, uh, the, the magic word here. As long as it's competitive, it's competition. That's what we like to watch. Okay. It is competition. And go ahead, Kyle. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm enjoying this. I mean, this is the the NHL's most historic franchise going against the new, what is about to be the new dynasty in the NHL. There's a lot of history here. And in the NBA, you have Phoenix about to make a name for itself. Could CP3 finally get one to put that in his career? Is this where the Greek freak ascends to that next level? There's a lot of storylines in both, but like outside looking in, like, uh, NHL is about to leave NBC and go to ESPN. Um, is this really the send off the casual fan wants to have? Um, I know it's on paper, it's a weird finals in the NBA, but there's still storylines you can find and everything's competitive. No one thought Montreal would be here at all. And especially the road they had to uh, get here going through uh, Edmonton, Toronto. I mean, uh, Vegas, it's incredible. It's incredible. It's about it's about telling that story too. That's and yeah. I think that's what brings yeah. the casual fan in is when you yeah. get people and you get these even the networks or when you get you watch sports center when they tell the stories. I think that draws people in, and I think that's what honestly I think that's what ESPN will do really well. They have a, a really good job. They do a really good job of getting people to be yeah. interested in things. I mean tennis soccer i mean i've been watching soccer because it's on espn and and i've never really been into it so i think that's big for hockey especially is just trying to get in front of more eyes and for five ten minutes and give it a chance and then i think you'll see it take off 
I, I got one last question for you, Kyle, before – well, actually, I have two, two questions. But first one, you brought up the, the NBC last call for NBC kind of thing and moving over to ESPN. If you're ESPN, does this kind of scare you a little bit that this could be your this could be your uh, your future of getting a finals like this and not star a star driven finals? Uh, no. If I was ESPN, I would be excited because after this season, you have Seattle coming in, the division's going back to normal. Um, you can mold this from a narrative standpoint in many different yeah. ways going forward. NBC. I mean, they were the only ones there when the NHL went through the lockout and we were having to watch games on Outdoor Life. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. They, it yeah. was dark times for the NHL. So NBC was good to us in that regard. The ESPN deal is going to be great for hockey fans going forward. So ESPN's yeah. looking at this sure. on how they're dictating the narrative going forward. So it's not, it's not scary. Is there yeah. something to be said about – I mean – Obviously, NBC is is well versed. They're why ESPN is. I mean, they have a lot, but they're so focused on sports and storytelling. Like this is what they do. That's their yeah. primary. Yeah. That's what their primary function is to tell stories and make people watch. And I think yeah. NBC has other interests, other things that they're doing. And I think that's huge when it comes to sports. When you have something that they can focus on and say, "Hey, how do we want to grow this brand? How do we want to grow this sport?" Um, I think ESPN will do a really good job with it. I'm excited for it as well. I would have never watched a hockey game on NBC, to be honest. Never. The way the way that ESPN, you know, puts together packages and tells a story you would have never even thought of as an angle to attack would be great. I mean, even if they had this, I mean, they would have loved to have had this as their first finals on their platform. They would have ran crazy with that. That would have been huge for them. But I mean, I think they'll find a great way to connect this season to the to the future one as well and move on from there. And they, they also, I said this before, they did a fantastic job of once they had that deal inked, getting games on ESPN Plus. Games that weren't in, in national markets, they were in the regionals and blacked out. They were able to get some of those games and put them on ESPN Plus. And I, I was watching them if I could, for sure. I, I'm so sorry. I saw this the other day. I never, I haven't like, like, I'm, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, okay, once the Stanley Cup Finals ends, then I'll start worrying about what's happening in the offseason, next season, things like that. I saw that ESPN is hosting the expansion draft. And I was like, dude, this is going to be our first taste of ESPN hockey again. Oh my God. Just to hear, <laughs> just to hear the ESPN song theme song mm-hmm. for hockey again. It's just go I, like, I watched the video of them just announcing who's going to be a part of their broadcast team. I got chills, man. I got chills, dude. <laughs> chills. But hey, ESPN, <laughs> if you're looking for anybody to cover hockey more, I mean, we're here. All four of us are here. We can help you out <laughs> if you need to. And you know ESPN got diversity problems right now, so we big, can get to do more on it. <laughs> exactly. So, so I'm gonna do you ESPN a favor and help you out and get my boy Kyle here to tell you where you can follow him at. You can follow me at Shaggy Von Doom. That's the personal Twitter. But you can find me on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network hosting the show here in Puckburg. It's a show for the hockey community to come on and share their origins on how they got into the game, why they got in the game, and where that fandom has led them to now. We have documentary uh, filmmakers. We have podcast hosts. We have former players. There's many different facets that the game has, the fandom has driven them into these new ventures. 
And our podcast is all about documenting those stories, including one, Vinny. Vinny got a story? Vinny's oh, got I a did. story. <laughs> I, gave, I gave him my, my illegal hockey playing stories and, and everything, man. It was some good times. It's good times. I, I had a lot of fun, man. It was, it was a good a time. Gr- and Great episode, my friend. Great episode. And Back in the days, I, right, Vinny, when you used to play with Gordon Bombay? <laughs> yeah, me and Bombay go way, way back. Me, me and Bombay go way, way back. Like, we take it way back. And I told him we got to run it back. And I'm still waiting for that call from Disney to kind of get me into the new Mighty Ducks series. But we're, we're working on that with ESPN, too. Yeah, I could be the new uh, John Clayton over there on ESPN. I'm not going to move my head. I could have a rat tail mullet. You never oh. know. I have this. So sweet. <laughs> it's a mystery behind his head. It's a mystery. Yep. You don't know if he has a rat tail. That's, That's your story. What- there you go. I have the the jersey wall to distract from what's actually going on. <laughs> such a again, such a sick jersey wall with that elephant right behind you over your left shoulder. What it would be our right? Uh, the, no other one. Yep, just, you have the elephant the down. Yep, <laughs> the right elephant. that elephant could have been in the finals. <laughs> that, yeah. oh, oh, womp, womp. Man, I'm terrible. missing. Terrible, 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 Kyle. We appreciate you coming on, man. Again, yes, I, I'm, we got to do more of the. We're going to do more of these uh, fan shows just to be able to have you on more. So, <laughs> gotta make that happen. Anytime, my friends. It is an honor to be on, and love what you guys are doing. So keep up the good work. Appreciate Mike, you, man. Thanks, we'll catch appreciate you. Next you. Time. Yeah, man. Yeah. So oh, there fun. you go. There you go. <laughs> Peace out, buddy. Okay, back to it again, ladies and gentlemen. If you're in the chat. Just drop in a quick little hashtag RCOD hashtag fan takeover, and we will bring you on the show. Let's dive into these chat comments for those who may not be able uh, to join us visually. Uh, Bailey Drop says uh, Max Kellerman should should cover NHL on ESPN. That's a hard no. Oh, hard no. Uh, my boy Connor's in the chat, by the way, saying soccer is fun. Actually, we. We started the show off talking about that. Connor, if you want to be a part of this show, I know you've been dying to come on. Let me know. We'll discuss some hockey things with you. Uh, yeah. And again, this isn't, just, this isn't just hockey, though. Yeah. You want to talk yeah, about the NBA Finals? We can Man, talk I, about I, NBA honestly, I'm super sad how little hockey I've watched in the last, like, two years or so. I've, I've, I've given my life to the rest of the sports. Uh Oh. It gets really sad when the American men's team is just so trash. Like, yeah, I love watching the American women play. They're fantastic. Love them to death. They play fantastic. But like, are you talking soccer? Yes, because I oh. used to follow a lot of soccer, and it just kind of dwindled throughout the other seasons. And I, I honestly found myself not. I don't root for a team, like even the U.S. team when I'm watching, like outside the women's team. I mean, but. I just like watch. I like just watching it, like just watching them. And I I don't know. There's just not like, I don't have a fan interest or a rooting interest when I'm, I always try to find the stories like we talk about. And then I pick that team. Like I was rooting for, you know, I feel like it's harder. Like something that's kind of always kind of scared me away from getting that into soccer is I don't know. I don't know who to root for because there's so many different leagues and so many different teams. And so and I'm like, <laughs> who do I, there, bro. like, I didn't know the Euro finals were a thing. And like, I guess I could attach myself to MLS, but like, I feel like that's like the ugly stepchild of like normal soccer. Like, I feel like that's like, they're, like they got next. They're getting better. They're getting better. Okay. They, got they next. really are. But like, 
it's been hard for us to watch when like you know at this time maybe three years ago an all-star game for the mls was all of the mls's best players and then a normal team from the premier league and they would come over and dog us like five to zero by halftime so like yeah. it, it was hard to watch but they are getting better atlanta fc is a great team to watch the seattle sounders like if there's one thing you can say about seattle sports they always always put on for their teams like their yeah. games are so much fun to watch. Orlando, they're super fun to watch. They're, yeah, they have I've been, parties. In they've been hating on us in here in SAC. We're supposed to get a team out here. Oh yeah, uh, I, I, Jacksonville yeah, has a soccer team. Role. Jacksonville has a soccer team, but I'm not sure like uh, what. It, I don't know where there. they're. Yeah, it's the Jacksonville. They're the Jacksonville Armada. I, I do love that name. I love that mm. Armada name. But yeah, yeah, that 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 is that is a that is a thing, Beth. There is a Jackson. They play out of like UNF, like or like they play out of a college stadium soccer field. That like it's like super, super duper small. But yeah, maybe we'll get oh, into that. Maybe, wow. maybe we'll get into that. what yeah. what happened. What, what happened? It was just closed. Oh, okay. Well, fantastic. Great, great. Now that you're forty five minutes no, away. No, where are you at? Where are you at right now? Where are you at? Uh, four twenty three. I'm a minute. I'm a minute ahead of you because I'm three twenty five. Where are you at? Three forty. Holy shit, man! I thought, yeah. I, I, oh man, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it! No, I hate being behind. That like you, usually AJ's the last one. I cannot control. This is not my cable. This is not my TV. But shout out to the lovely people that are hosting me right now. That I'm taking care of their dogs. Beautiful dogs, by the way. Beautiful words. Yeah, they're, they're nice. I don't even people. know where they're at. I'm, I'm taking care of them. Uh, are they still here? No, 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 no. One of them, one of them, one of actually, they're both in this because I, I'm dogs love me, buddy. Dogs love me. And you know who else I love? You know who else I love? Our next guest. He's one of my closest, closest friends that I just enjoy talking to and arguing with all the time. He is, you see him in the chat. You guys, everyone watching should be more like our next guest because he's always in our chat always supporting the show he Her is day. my boy everyone's boy bailey what's up buddy what's up guys how you doing what's hey. up bailey what to do man hey what's up dude so you know it was one game last night who do you have if the suns win the finals who do you think is going to win the mvp for the nba finals chris paul, mm. it's chris paul. is it cp3 even, it's chris not paul. DeAndre Ayton. He had 22 points and 19 rebounds last night. And Chris Paul will get the credit. <laughs> is it? Is it okay? So is it? Is it like the emotional tie to Chris? Like, does Chris Paul do no wrong and he's going to win the MVP? Yeah, it's going to feel good. No, no, no. He has to have a horrible NBA there's, Finals, and he's already had a good game one. There's only like, two people that can win the MVP, and it's Chris Paul or Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Yeah. And right now, Chris Paul has the edge because of what he did last night. Um, when DeAndre Ayton does well. It's because of Chris Paul. <laughs> when Jay Crowder does well, it's because of uh, Chris Paul. When you know Cameron Johnson does well, it's because of Chris Paul. So the only guy that can take the MVP from him from for, for the Phoenix would be Devin Booker if Devin Booker goes off games two, three, four, five, or six or whatever. But right now, CP3 on a mission, man. He on a different mission right now. Well, I will say, I will say, with the loss of Dario Saric, and That's no big. other big men really behind them, but Frank Kaminsky. I mean, like DeAndre you think, may have to step his game up, and I don't. Do you I think still that hurts? Win it, but do you think that uh, hurts Phoenix by Aiton maybe having to play more minutes that he might wear down towards the end of games? 
Um, especially having to bang with Giannis. Depending on how Budenholzer attacks the inside, if he can get Brooke Lopez to play like they did without Giannis, and now you have two big bodies down there wrecking havoc, so Aiton has to. Yeah, and I know well, I know it's not not what Giannis does. I get yeah. that. I understand. But, I mean, it's a game-to-game adjustment now. It's not, this is what we did to get here. Let's continue to do that in this situation. Now it's where are their flaws, where are their weaknesses, that's how we attack. And it doesn't have to be them clogging up the paint, but, I mean, a rotation per, uh, you know, per every two possessions or something. If you're switching up who's down there, because you know Giannis will stay on the perimeter. He shouldn't take the shot, but he will. And if you're not worried about it, no big deal because Brooke Lopez has shown he's a, he's able to grab offensive rebounds, take putbacks, yeah. take alleys, and spread out the floor. So can, can I go? Can I go to the Bucks side of this real quick? And sure. and I don't know if Bailey knows where I'm going here, but Bailey had something to had had some problems with us saying that Chris Middleton was not a superstar. And last night, last what did night, I, say? I heard Aaron last night when we were watching the game together. He said Chris Middleton is starting to enter that superstar level. So, Aaron, can you can you kind of elaborate where you're at right now with Chris Middleton on that superstar to star tier? And before you do that, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know what we're talking about, we had an episode last week, Fun Games Friday, which you can still check out on all podcasting platforms. And on YouTube, where we broke down superstars and stars in the NHL, and the NBA. Boom, Aaron, go. <laughs> so look, I, I always thought Chris Middleton was a star. Like I always thought he's he's good for twenty points. He's going to get you a few rebounds, few assists. He's going to knock down open shots. So he's a very underrated defender, especially from the wing. I, I didn't think he had it in him to to be the guy, and I, I don't know that I still think. He's the guy that can carry you through an entire season on a championship team and lead you to, to a championship. I don't, I'm not saying that. But my thing for superstar has always been guys like Paul George, who is a very close second tier of the best guy on the team. And right now, Chris Middleton is showing he can do that. Every, every game, when Giannis is out, Chris Middleton's leading the charge. He's doing what he needs to do. He's rebounding the ball better. He's passing the ball better. He's a great defender. I think he's entered that superstar category. We got to remember just a few years ago, this was a guy that almost shot 50%. He almost was a 50, 40, 90 guy. So he's always been skilled. It's just been about opportunity. Do you think it's on Giannis that he's being overshadowed by Giannis? That's kind of put him in that star. Should be overshadowed by Giannis. Giannis is the best player on that team. The, I was the saying, problem, do you think that, that Middleton doesn't get that credit? But see, the problem, the problem Milwaukee has with, with identifying Chris Middleton as a superstar is they want Giannis to be like LeBron James. They, they don't, I recognize Giannis as a big man. To me, it's like Shaq, but with, with handles, like Giannis is not a wing player. So that when you get a big, like Giannis, you have to have a wing player to go alongside him. Cause Giannis can't do it by himself. He's not LeBron James. He's not Kawhi Leonard. He's not that type of player. So Chris Middleton is that guy that I think can be that wing player. Now, he's not Kobe with Shaq, obviously. Kobe's an elite player. But can Chris Middleton be that number two guy when you add a guy like Drew Holiday? Absolutely, which is why they're there now. And I'm not saying Brooklyn wasn't healthy. I get it. But Milwaukee still would have competed with Brooklyn. They probably wouldn't have beaten them. That's the difference. So, AJ, you were on the show. This was you, me, and Dylan on that show where we were breaking it down tears. And I, I don't remember who had the final say on where Chris Middleton landed. 
you were a part of that decision. Are you having second thoughts? Are you were you originally on the superstar train? Which where were you no, at? With I, I was on the star train and I'm still there. I am acknowledging what Chris Middleton is doing. He's having a fantastic playoff series. Uh, yes, series, because we were waiting for him to come along. He started this playoff season kind of slow. And that's not what I'm holding against him. That's not why I'm saying star, but it's it's great of him to elevate his game in moments when necessary. That's what a star does. Now he's about to end this season, about to go play in the Olympics. Like, and he could, he's doing it at a perfect time because he's playing really well right now. So carrying that on, add more accolades to that resume. It looks really great. But now I need you to see, I need to see this next season, the entirety of it. You know, I need to see this guy. He has these hot spots, these hot moments where, you know, he'll start off early. He'll have a couple points here and there. He'll do the right things. He always makes the right basketball play. And then he just gets hot and he's shooting whenever over whoever he wants to. And it is so much fun to watch. But he's a really, 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 really good player. He's a really good player. I'm not surprised that he's doing this. I know he's capable of it. But I want to be I want to be seeing Chris Middleton at the top of the league when it comes to what the points look like, what the rebounds look like. When you think about a player who's taking their team to another level, I want Chris Middleton to be one of those guys that come to my head immediately, and he's not quite there yet to me. He's got the talent, and he might do it very soon. But if you ask me today like you did, I still put him in the star, but he's up there. He's definitely up there with it. That's what I said. I was saying either. I thought it was like he's like that borderline. He's like that right on that edge. Like I just can't picture like when I think of superstars in the NBA, Chris Middleton's name it ain't the one that's coming up for me. To right. be honest, but is that because he plays in Milwaukee? But is that no. because he plays in Milwaukee? No. Not no, you- <laughs> no, you want to know why you want to know the real reason why? It's because I don't know a damn thing about basketball. Okay, that's really what it is. That's really what it is. Okay, because when I think of superstar, Bailey, I think of the what big is names. it that has you put in Chris Middleton as a superstar? Because he came clutch in two big games, games but five and six, and he helped put away the Clippers or I forget, no, like the Clippers gone. He helped put away them away the Hawks. I should say, yeah, so, the Hawks. So, would you call Reggie Jackson a superstar? Because he was clutch all last series. I, I would say the difference in that conversation is Reggie Jackson doesn't average 25 and 5. Throughout no, absolutely. The I'm going off of the reasoning he gave me for Chris Middleton. That he but, was but clutch, I, took some W's yeah. in two very important playoff games, and that made him a superstar. So I guess that's the question. I guess that's the question for you then, AJ. A guy who averages 25 and 5 and in the past five years have had the Bucks atop of the Eastern Conference pretty much every year going into the playoffs. Would you just on face value? Would, would you call that person a star? Twenty-five and five. Twenty-five and five. And five. Twenty. Twenty I, points, five rebounds, five assists. Not, not many people in the league do that. I would say that person's a star. And yeah. then I would say now that he's elevated his game in the playoffs, that's what I'm saying when I say maybe we need to start looking at him as a superstar because we always ask for you to be better in the playoffs, and that's what Chris Middleton has done. I can agree he's on the radar for sure. I can agree he has put himself on the radar for it. Bet's got it right. Bet's got it right. He's a first mm-hmm. star, not a superstar. He, he just has two extra letters. He just needs the two extra letters. He does. Uh, last thing, Bailey, before I send you off, are you excited yeah. to have fans back for WWE? I'm not even going to mention AEW because I know how much you hate AEW. Oh, AEW. Yes, I am. And I'm excited. I'm going to the show next week now. Yeah, it is. For sure. Who's your all-time favorite, Bailey? All-time favorite WWE or wrestler star? 
Oh, no, I don't know. I haven't been around wrestling that long enough to know. I've started wrestling like 2012 was my first started watching wrestling. So. That's okay. Who's your favorite? Top five right now. Top five right now. Is it? AJ Styles and Randy Orton are probably my two favorite wrestlers. First of all, all time. great choice for Randy Orton. Love the dude. I'm not an AJ Styles fan, but Randy Orton's dope. He's phenomenal. Yeah. What do you mean you're not you're not an AJ Styles fan? He's phenomenal. I, Literally, I that's hate AJ Styles. I hate that guy. Why though? Is the hair? Is he the just hair? Annoy, he just annoys the shit out of me. Like, I don't know why. He just he's got the soccer mom here. That's why he hates. Hey, it's wait, wait, there. wait! I love it's, soccer moms. They love you. They love <laughs> they, you. They and do. Also, before we send you off, Bailey, again for some reason, this is and this is what happens when you're in the comments all the time and supporting the show. The rest of the Rough Cut community loves you as well. Bailey Chance all up and down the chat section. Bailey, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. Yeah. And we'll see Shout you again. Oh, no. Bo, bo. Go, go Canadians. <laughs> That's my boy. That's my boy. We'll I hope catch the Canadians later, Bailey. come back to see AJ's face when they oh, lose. Oh, oh, I can't wait till we make the, the hey, graphic. Hey, let, 3-0 let's, and 28-3 right next to each other. Just, oh, yeah, that would be yo, great. Yo, let's, let, let, let's make that a thing. If the Montreal Canadiens win tonight, Bailey, you come back on to gloat in front of AJ. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely be There it is. That. There it is. All right, Bailey. We'll catch you next time, buddy. All right. All right, buddy. Appreciate you, Bailey. There it is. There it awesome. is. All right. Such a good All guy. All right. Back. Yeah, he is. He is. Great guy. Love that kid, man. Love that kid. Now, I know. I knew the uh, the Chris Middleton thing. He, he was talking to me about it, and I was like, I was like, you know, it'd be a good conversation to ask because Aaron, you were not on that show where we put Middleton in the uh, in the 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 uh, superstar category. Oh. We put him in that star category, um, and I was so. okay with it. I just the more I watch him. I'm with AJ. I mean, I do get this kind of like reservation. Like, I do feel like he's kind of that guy who's a product of, first of all, playing with Giannis helps a lot. He gets a lot of open shots. It's not a guy, he's not a guy that really takes off the dribble all the time, pulls up, things like that. So um, I'm there. I'm right on the fence. But what he's doing right now is really impressive. Um, it's, it's close. It is. It is. I love Kelly's comment here. We're going to go back into the yeah. chat real quick. Why do hockey teams not run the flying V? Because the flying V and everything <laughs> that you've seen in the Mighty Ducks is the most unrealistic. <laughs> like, it's, it's it's on another level of unrealistic movies. Like, it's it's crazy. Can I ask you a question, Vinny? What would happen if they did? Like, why would it not work? Because hockey is a physical <laughs> game. And if you try to run a flying V, you're just going to get buried. <laughs> kind of like they did in, in three, right? Again, three? Against, the Hawks, no. against the Hawks. Two. They, they, that was yeah. two. That was two, was right? Two. Yeah, against, Team right. Iceland, against Team yes. Iceland, they, they did that. They ran a flying V and just got... Here, here's the yeah. other reason, if you ask me. Uh, part of the flying V is dropping the puck back. So, which means you have, like, this much room in the offensive zone to do it, or it's offsides. <laughs> Like, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Good call. That is a yeah. great call yeah, right there. Like, because well, if you enter with the tips, if you enter yeah. with the tip in, then it's offsides because the puck carrier is not going to be the tip at that point. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, great, great move, great move. Um, also, a knuckle puck's not a thing. Wait, 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 wait. Can I, I answer this? this yes. Okay. I wanted to bring that 50, up. 40, 90. So when I think of this, I try and look at other sports and hockey goals, assists, points. So 50, 40, 90, was that, is that, uh, uh, you're, 
you're going down the right line, but you're doing it kind of wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, well, all right, all right, all right. What's 50, 40, 90? 50, 40, 90 is 50% from the field, field goal percentage, 40% from three-point range percentage, and 90% from the line. So he's shooting 50% from on all shots, on all field goals, 40% from three, and 90% from the line. So one of the, like the most famous players to do it a number of times, Steve Nash did it five times. Um, Chris Middleton almost did it. He was like a 49.7 from the field. Malcolm Brogdon did it. T- this year, Tony Snell did it. Ooh. But it's only because he shot like 11 free throws the whole year. <laughs> so, and he was 11 for 11. So it, it was it was weird. And he didn't play very many minutes. So it's kind of, uh, kind of yeah. mis- misleading. But it's a pretty impressive stat. It's only happened, I think, 20... 20 times or so in the NBA. There's nine players with 13 oh, of them you, shared between. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's not a big club. Like when Malcolm Brogdon hit it too, not only was it like, wow, that's impressive. I was also like Milwaukee, bro. What did you guys do? Now, <laughs> Milwaukee could have had a championship. They should have paid him. They should have paid well, If they had, had him last year, they probably would have won it. Yeah. They should have paid him. But, okay. but here fair, they are fair, in the fair. finals in two ways. And I think that was actually a question that somebody asked, right? Right. Uh, Kelly asked, what piece is the Bucks missing? I'm going to be honest. I don't think they're missing a piece because they have, in my eyes, the three main players that are team, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, and Giannis, could do it with, they, with the guys like a P.J. Tucker and a Brooke Lopez. I think their bench is a little thin. And I yep. think that one kind of glaring oversight this postseason is they don't have Dante DiVincenzo. And that was a big player for them. Yeah. Um, this year and I think he's missing him has hurt them a lot more than I thought it would because um, right. you know I, I was all over Pat Connaughton last night he played like absolute garbage um, but I think the Bucks are okay I think they're fine where they're at I just think they got to have some things go their way let me ask this question then I'll go to AJ if and when the Bucks lose this series what are we <laughs> going to be saying that the Bucks did wrong at the end don't blame it all on Giannis I mean, it, it it would have to come down to Giannis not dominating down low. I mean, because it, it could, this could easily be – I stumble on it because this could easily be – it's not what the Bucks did wrong. It's just what the Suns did correct over and over again. Like, you've heard me say it all playoff series long. To me, the Suns are the most complete team in the playoffs. So nine times out of ten, that's why when we were talking about it earlier, to me it's going to depend on what Budenholzer does to scheme up these guys without Dario Saric. So to me, it's more about, it's going to be more about giving the Suns credit than it will be giving the Bucks blame. Because Does he we lose his job? They weren't going to get this far. We thought Brooklyn was too much. We thought Atlanta might have put him in the brink until, you know, they got serious about it all. So that that's kind of, sorry to break your heart, but that's kind of where I'm at. More about giving the Suns credit than the Bucks blame. Got it. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Does, does Budenholzer lose his job? Go to the finals and lose his job if Milwaukee does not win. They've been so close. He hasn't been able to get him over the hump, and he has been noted by many around the league to say he doesn't make adjustments, that he just says, this is the way we play, this is what we're going to do, and I believe in that. If they don't adjust in this series, he might be on the hot seat, and that's it's crazy to say Mike after Dan being Tony. in the finals. Could be. Could be another Mike D'Antoni. Uh, you might say the, the thing you might hear about the Bucks next season is they missed their opportunity. Because you'd imagine, and I mean, you'd say the same thing about the Suns and Chris Paul, but you'd imagine next season on both sides, there are juggernauts coming back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 
Brooklyn should be way more healthy next season. Like, but well, every team, right? Every team, right. Lakers, Brooklyn, Nuggets, uh, Clippers will have Kawhi. Like, everybody's going to be yeah. back, and yeah. it's going to be tough. My question will be how much better is Ben Simmons, if at all, uh, on the East Coast? My question on the West Coast. My, my question is, is Ben Simmons still even – is Ben Simmons still here in the country? Yes. Not today, <laughs> well, he might, he might he, be at home in Australia. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's not even playing in the Olympics. That man said, I am focusing on getting better. Took you, you gotta, five you gotta years. got to work on my mental. Yeah. Uh, I imagine on the West Coast, you'll have questions about what did Portland do in the offseason? What did Dallas do in the offseason? Are those guys still going to be formidable teams in the Western Conference, which is still, even though it's gotten closer, still the strongest conference in the league. So. These guys, you may be hearing that these teams missed their chance and it may be a long time before they get back. Okay. Okay. So let me steer this ship back to the hockey side. First period's over. Tied game. Zero zero. AJ. Yeah. You feeling okay? Yeah. Uh Carrie Price okay? is playing out his mind. He Kerry is. Price is playing really, Damn. really good right now. But you know, we got too many. The patience will win. And this is one of the most close early. Yeah, close my, early. My brother just texted me, maybe still with that cloudy judgment. He said his plan is coming together. The second period and the third period are all Habs. <laughs> it happened. He is still he is still on on uh, that cloudy judgment of the Habs can actually do this. All right, again, ladies and gentlemen in the chat, drop that our hashtag RCOD. Drop that hashtag fan takeover like my boy Connor did, who I'm about to bring on the show, one of my best friends since high school, early childhood days, man. I go way, 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 way back with Connor. He's one of my best friends all time. And I'm sorry, uh, Connor. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Fantastic. (laughs) You ruined my intro. You ruined my intro. Amazing how many levels of friendship I've dropped. (laughs) You, yeah, AJ, you're like, you're like, so there's like Aaron is number one because like Aaron is Aaron. And then it's my OG best friends who are not far behind. And then it's AJ down here. Oh, and then Dylan's below you though. Cause Dylan sucks. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I beat out Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that hard. Dylan's my best friend. Screw you guys. <laughs> beating out Dylan is like beating Dylan and shell. It really just is not that hard, but let me bring on my best friend. One of my best friends here. I can't take it all down, but. TC Connor Farrell. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Dude, I've I've been waiting for this moment. I've been waiting for this. So, oh, so just, I. just a little time travel here, because I love traveling back mm-hmm. in time. My first ever podcast that I did was with that man right there. Yeah. Way, way back then. We 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 started a uh power, it was power play 904. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And it was with him, his brother, TCJ. And Amish Mike. You mm. guys know Amish Mike. You guys know Amish Mike. Well, AJ knows Amish Mike. But it was the way back then. And to see Connor now here on this show, yeah. I just, I, I'm just so. It's, it's all coming full circle. I'm so happy. What's up, buddy? Uh, you know, just living that post Elsa life. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. yeah Experiencing right. interruptions over on YouTube. You have any? Uh, you have any tornado thing. damage over there? Uh, not that I no, not where I am. Um, I haven't asked if my parents have any, but uh, uh, oh yeah, I should not, probably not, check on my family. 
Yeah, you <laughs> asshole. You should definitely check on your family. It's, it's terrible. Called. I had to send her. I had to send her to you know. Hey, I'll call you tomorrow. I'm swamped. I'm sorry. I love you. Bye. <laughs> I mean, you probably shouldn't have okay. said that live on the show. Oh yeah. Hey, I, should, I mean, I should go check well, on my I family. Did, like, I, I I did yell I the f word when his, I I yelled the f word when his mom was in here, and I lost like seventy five brownie points with AJ's mom. Hard. So that that Hard. that hurts. Connor, what are your thoughts on this game? What's going on? What are you thinking? Um, well, I, I feel like I should just – these are thoughts that I had coming into the game where, I, you know, the Lightning so far this series have looked clearly like the better team. Uh, but there is something about this Canadiens team that defies analysis and any sort of, like – Like, it kind of – the team It just doesn't make team. sense. It doesn't it, make sense. I can't explain it. But they've got this aura about them that's they're the, the team of destiny. Um, that's kind of what I was thinking before the game. And then the first period started, and uh, the Lightning still look like the better team. Um, and Carey Price is doing Carey Price things to keep them in it. But I keep pointing over here like you guys can see that my TV is <laughs> not, Hey, we um, kind of got that. We got that. We, we know what's going on over okay. there. Um, Carey Price is doing Carey Price things. Um, so I, if you would have asked me before the game, I would have said, kind of want to pick the Canadians to at least win this game. I mean, part of that is I picked the Lightning in six, so <laughs> you know, um, we always go there. But now, after watching the first period, I, I'm leaning back towards, I think, the, the Lightning being the better team. Yeah. They'll it, 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 break it's this like- down, and they'll get a goal from somewhere, probably Luke Shen, because nobody's expecting that. <laughs> is he in the lineup? Is He, he just comes uh, he just comes. Out. He just comes out and he's like up in in get, and I mean, pulls a Stephen Samkos comes in for a shift and then scores and then just leaves gets his name on the Stanley Cup. Uh, well, that's what we yeah. should have asked. That's what I should have asked. I everyone mean, in the chat, everyone in the chat, if you uh, comment who you think is going to score the first goal, if you're not right, as got, in tuned as Luke us, Shen. Luke Shen, if you're not as in tuned as us though with who is on either team, just drop who you, what team you think is going to score first. Uh, so you say Luke Shen, AJ, who do you think? I think it's Andre Pilat tonight. I think he's going to grab one. Hey, man. (laughs) That's all Aaron knows. I'm going to go Cole Caulfield. Yes! Yes! The small goal boy. So basically, (laughs) a penalty kill. We're cold coffee when we get to be on. I love the the destiny. I love the destiny take. I mean, I think they just wanted to get down 3-0 and said, you know what? We've come back so many times. Let's just do it again. I'm with it. Okay. I'll, I'll take okay. it. Okay. One of the things that they said during the broadcast, and Vinny, I heard you say it on the podcast, and it was that the Canadians are, what, 4-0 in yep. um, elimination. elimination. Yep. Of course they are. That's why they're here. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't, if they had a record, they wouldn't be here. Well, <laughs> But no, but when you face, I think the the bigger thing in that stat you take away is not that they don't have a loss in the elimination game. It's that they faced elimination four times and they they were they've been able to overcome it. I mean, yeah, of course they're undefeated, but facing elimination four times in one playoff that's impressive to win four elimination games, no matter which way you look at it in any sport. To be fair, that there you go. The three of those four came from. Playing Toronto. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm just like I'm like I don't. I, like, I guess of course, then, the, more, the more impressive. And the other one was last was the other night. Yeah. Oh yeah. And and the more impressive yeah. stat of that is 
the fact that Tampa is six zero and bounce back games, which is they're just that good of a yeah. team. Oh, do I we? Feel like it's more Montreal right. on the power play here. Yep. Do we so get <laughs> yeah, early power it. play? Damn it! Yeah, I'm like no. the power play. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're, 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 the power play's already half over, Vinny. Oh, the power play's over. Oh, Montreal's the power play. Vinny, power play's over, dude. The game's over. You missed everything. It's not. It's not all over. It's just mostly over. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. It's funny you brought that up, and this is the this will be the the, the closeout here. It, it you brought up Montreal. And like before the game, you're like, okay, this is a team of destiny. And the then you start watching the, the game, and you're, have, yeah. you start watching the game, you're like, I don't think Man, the fact that they're a team of destiny know. matters. Tampa's that much, but it's <laughs> it, it, it's crazy. It's like what what is happening in this life? You know, what could happen? Hey, I man. thought going back to Euros talk for a second. I thought Denmark might be the team of destiny in the Euros, and then they lost to England today. So yes, I said the same thing. And then, yeah, I, I, like and then the way they lost, and then yeah. the way they lost, like on a penalty kick that's actually stopped, and then the rebound he mm. puts in it. Like it's um, yeah, that was I, honestly. Was cool. I was at work. I didn't get to see the game today. I just know the result. It, mm. Well, yeah, it, it, he's a he's soccer. Yeah, soccer. He could. Yeah, he could. He yeah, yeah. Hmm. Extra okay. time. They should. They should have won. I was rooting for him. Hey, where is it that uh, Sergio Aguero is going? You, uh, I don't know who that I is. Did you go to Barcelona? I think was it. Was it? Bar- That's what I thought. It makes me very sad. I don't know. Going to Barcelona. Is that I mean, a real person? Sergio yeah, Aguero from Man City. <laughs> is, is it like Mark Andrew Fleury, or is it <laughs> not? <laughs> yeah, Barcelona. <laughs> So I've been I'm making this a new theme for everyone that wants to hop mm-hmm. in the in in the stream tonight. I'm making it a theme to where I ask you the last question, and Connor, I'm going to ask you the last question, sir. Oh boy, it's a soccer question. Okay. If we're trying, okay. so AJ and myself, more so than Aaron, we don't know the game of soccer that much. If you're if we're trying to get on a, if we're trying to get on a, a hype train of a team, you know, hype train, choo choo, who. And what league should we be hopping into? So hard, bro. Um, well, the only league that I follow real close is the Premier League. So I can't really give you too much advice on like any of the other. Although I'm, I, my understanding is uh, the style of soccer in the German league is maybe more um, interesting for Americans because it's more end-to-end. Um, that said, Bayern's won it nine times in a row. So right. <laughs> whatever. Um I would say in the Premier League, who is the hot team? I guess hmm, it's it's hard because there are so many teams. There are like in in the Premier League, there are like six teams with money, yeah. and then there's everybody else. Okay, um, and the it's team like the that Yankees. I follow is one of those teams. Yeah, um, but but those teams with the money actually win. The Yankees don't. Yeah, right. And that, that's the thing well, in soccer, man. They well, you spend that, all this money. There and, are a lot of teams. Players, go ahead. Sorry, there are a lot of some of these teams with money don't actually make good decisions with that money. True. Um, so you've got like for a while you've had Man City who has money and good decision making, and Liverpool who has money and good decision making for a while, and suddenly Chelsea's starting to figure it out. Uh, Man United might be trying to figure it out. Um, I don't care. Personal kind of what I was doing. Um, as far as Bandwagon teams, I'm not entirely sure because a lot of the teams that are, I guess, Chelsea. Ugh. 
Chelsea, that, they're is, they're good. They have a chance to win things, and they started to put things together towards the end of the season. Is it possible to be on the bandwagon for? And I might get this completely wrong. It might be a Mar- another Mark Andrew Flurry thing from AJ. Uh, Fordham, isn't that Tony Khan's team? Yeah. Tony Khan owns Fulham. Fulham, Fulham. Uh, yes. Fulham. So, yeah, he owns Fulham. Fulham was just relegated from the Premier League to the Championship, so they will not be in the Premier League this season. Is that a bad? Is yeah. that bad? That's, yes. <laughs> <laughs> relegated is not a good word. So normally when I hear that, I'm like, oh, it's, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they won't, won't be able to find their games on TV. Uh, oh, well, okay, so no, not. How did Tony Khan let that happen? You better be. Yeah, you better be looking on Stream East. <laughs> you can you can ask Brennan about his very uh, definitely legal and ethically pure streams that he watched for the championship. Is uh okay. is Barisha Dortmund still a thing? Have they fell off already? They're still a thing. They're still in the Bundesliga. The they just they finished. Uh, I don't know where they finished, but they didn't win the league. Mm. Yeah. Okay, what's the uh, last question? Last question. Oh, what? maybe you should. You can pick Chelsea because they've got Christian Pulisic, who is like the next Who's that? great American soccer. Oh, yeah. USA all the way, baby. USA. Mm-hmm. There you go. All right. From the all right. All right. The okay. Canadian national anthem every yeah, game. All day. I mean, the Canadian national anthem is fantastic. It really it is. is. I didn't it's say seen? it wasn't, but it's I'm just well saying. Written. Very well written. Very well written. But, Connor. Yes. I, we appreciate you coming on, buddy. No, I appreciate you. Real we, deal. This is this is great. This is great. I'm gonna oh, give you that. Man. I'm gonna give you that little handshake across the. Uh, there, there oh, jeez, I didn't come prepared. There it is. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Just prepare it and then shoot me a text message of what your final closeout okay. statement is. Uh, everyone, Connor, Connor, everybody, thank you for coming on, Hello. buddy. We appreciate, appreciate you. Appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you. Thanks, Connor. Hashtag All fan right. takeover. Dude, fan takeover's buzzing. Fan takeover's buzzing. Again, if you want to be in on the show just like that, I, I, I even made it the four box. So you can fit right in that fourth spot when you come <laughs> on the show. Okay. You fit in one, like you're getting that special treatment. Normally that fourth box is is, is supposed to be for Dylan. <laughs> but tonight but he has no is, power. <laughs> but yeah, he doesn't have power and well. Yeah, so it is for you guys tonight. So if you want to be a part of this show, drop it in the chat, hashtag RCOD, and we will bring you on the show, okay? Uh, back to this oh, game. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, okay. You're okay. good. You're good. It's just – It was close. It was close. Like, I'm, not, I'm not there yet. I know. You're about good. a minute back. That's even yeah. better. Now me and me – and, uh, me and Eric can give our thought process on what, what's happening and <laughs> you can watch and tell us if it's correct. And uh, But okay. right now I have no thought process. <laughs> well, t- Tampa's it. just starting to put some pressure. Tampa's yeah. starting Did to put some pressure. God. Yes, that's what I was talking about. That's but the Carey Price in like the last two minutes. Carey Price, Price is, is, is doing good. really well. It's, yeah. it's, it's missed opportunities, not Carey Price. Stop it. Stop it. No, 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 no. no, no. no. That, that one was definitely a missed opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. There's been Absolutely. at least – I'm not taking anything away from Carey Price. I started this this period saying that he's playing really well. I'm this is saying awesome. what we've been seeing recently. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Hey, he's on that dial-up. That's that uh, it's old It's not school. my internet this time around, though. <laughs> normally, normally I'm ahead of at least one of you. Now I'm not. I'm literally pulling it up on my phone, though. Because oh, I back, hate being behind. How you really feel? <laughs> I hate being by, by one of you. By one of you, AJ, he just met you. 
It's cool. Yeah, by you. I don't got care. You. I don't care. By you. I'm watching. Hey, AJ, it. <laughs> can you can you, uh, can you do me a favor and tell the people what you got right there? In the cup, because that's <laughs> personal. <laughs> in it or in it or uh... Uh, this is that king crab orange. That's right, people. I support the crustaceans. This is the <laughs> wonderful Yeti, which you can get by going to any one of our social medias. And you can ask one of us, hey, guys, I really want a Yeti cup with this beautiful logo on it. How do I do that? And we will send you said beautiful logo. Because guess what? Water tastes so much better in a Yeti. It does. It really does. It you know really what? Does. You're right. That reminds me. I need to go get a water. I don't have my water here. <laughs> I need, I need a, a water. Yeti. Have you put your order in? Have you put your order in? Yeah. So we have been trying to figure out which what customization was. we want. So we, <laughs> we just ran out of the no, room. I'm still here. I'm oh, still no, here. you don't ran out me. of the room. Oh, I know but, I am. Yeah, we've been, um, honestly, I'm going to do that in a minute too, because I'm going to have to actually go to the bathroom. However, we, we, we've been trying to decide what we want on the cut. We're going to do a little customization, make it a little, but we just haven't, I haven't figured out what I want yet. And I'm hey. still trying to decide on the color. Hey, you need me to make you a graphic? <laughs> Hey, th- that might be sick. You gotta can put you it do it? Can you do a Diamond Talk logo? Diamond Talk logo on one side, Rough Cut Sportscast on the other. They only do one. I, don't, I think they only do one side. No? What? It's front and back. It's extra, but there's front and back. Yeah, oh, bro. Okay. I, well, then, yeah. What you talking about? Oh, if I might do that, Diamond Talk I'll on one side, the, Rough Cut on the other. That's fire. I'll send you the, yeah, I'll have to, I'll just send, send you the file. It's, it's pretty easy. Okay. All right, everybody. We appreciate you guys so much for tuning in to another episode, another watch along, another heartbreaking, another rewarding, heartbreaking, emotional. I say rewarding too. I'm going through all the emotions, man. It was an emotional show. Congratulations to the Tampa Lightning and all their fans, AJ included. Uh, We appreciate everyone who tuned in for this show and everyone who was a part of it. Fan shows are always the best. Tomorrow, (laughs) <laughs> I'm not even going to say what we're going to do tomorrow because there's no thinking about that right now. Tomorrow, 8.30 p.m. live Eastern time, we're going to be talking about sports right here on Facebook, YouTube, <laughs> and the Twittersphere. And if you want to check us out on social media, you can check us out on these platforms, right? Oh, you mean Twitter at RoughCut underscore sports? Or did you mean Facebook at RoughCut Sports? Well, I mean, you can see some pictures on Instagram at the RoughCut Sportscast. You met YouTube. Yes, go to YouTube. Watch us at Rough Cut Sportscast. Hit that like. Hit that subscribe. Then hit the bell. And then tell everybody. Thank you, Aaron. Because Finney's not paying no, attention. No, my thing was frozen. Look at my this thing guy. Was frozen. Swear to God, my thing was frozen. Swear to God. Who are we telling? Yeah. Everybody. Got it. Got it. Everybody. AJ, any last words? There you go. Aaron, any last words? Congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Appreciate everybody in the chat, all the people, the guests that came on. Love to see all the YouTube comments. Um, Instead of like all the Facebook comments, we had the blue before. Now we've got the red comments (laughs) that match our logo and stuff, right? It's red, matches the colors. So continue to push that subscribe button. Let your friends know. Follow the show on YouTube. And yeah, another another great night, guys. My knees hurt. I, I feel we like I played a, in the game. We got a Crips versus Bloods battle in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> RCOD, baby. 
Guys, uh, 8.30 again tomorrow. We'll be doing this. Well, we're not doing this again, but we'll be back here <laughs> doing something. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for being a fan. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.